0: No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
2: Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of Yeah, I Said It. And as always, the program is brought to you by Lance Williams. Want to give a big shout out to my co-host of The Standard is the Standard, Jeff Hartman. Also want to give a big shout out to the Oracle of the website, Dave Schofield also want to give a big shout to who's bad Brian Anthony Davis on this particular episode of yeah I said it I want to quote the famous Bill Parcells yeah I said it you are what your record says you are now before I jump into this one thing I want to do is I want to make sure I mention that if you want to get your question to the top of the queue, hit the Super Chat feature. Now, at times, I'm going to apologize. Sometimes it's hard to follow. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through the live chat at some point in time. I'm going to try to find the Super Chat questions and cut and paste them into a document so I can jump into all of those at the end of the program. So let me jump into what I said and what I want to talk about in this particular program. Then we'll talk about your questions and about the game coming up this Sunday. Yeah, I said it. You are what your record says you are. And the reason I have to jump into this is because there is a narrative being spun about this team, which which I think is a false one. The Steelers are a 1-4 team. By definition, 1-4 teams are bad. Why are they bad? Because they don't win games. It's It's that simple. Simply, if you don't have a winning record, you're not a good football team. It does not mean you cannot become a good football team or that you don't have elements of your team that may lead to wins But at the current moment, one in four teams of which the Steelers are, are not good teams. And in the famous words of Herm Edwards, you play to win the game, not to get close. Now, the narrative around that's being spun by a lot of websites, a lot of pundits, are that the Steelers are much better than their one in four record suggests. But I'm here to tell you, if they were, they wouldn't be one in four. They've earned all of their losses. But numbers like the ones I'm going to give you might lead you to think that they should be better than one in four. You earn your record in the National Football League. If you're one in four, ultimately it's because you have not made enough plays to become better than that. But here are the numbers that might get most fans and some websites confused. Let me, let me let me break it down like this. Pittsburgh's ability to take away the football. 12 takeaways. And they have forced a turnover 20.7% of opponents' drive, which is the best rate in the National Football League. Opponents this year that they've lost to, are a combined 16 and 3 this season. They've lost by just three points per game in the last three losses. They're first in takeaways, third in sacks, fifth in turnover differential. If you believe all of that, if you believe all of that, then you believe that the Steelers. Are much better than their one in rec- one in four record indicates. I'm gonna go old school and say, "Psych." I'm gonna even go old school in the words of Flavor Flav because Psych rhymes with hype, and I'm gonna say, "Simply don't eh, 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 don't believe the hype. <sighs> don't eh, 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 don't believe the hype." <sighs> What do losing teams do? They get close. Last time I checked, it's about winning games, not about horseshoes. So what did they They, they turn people over? They're not turning those points into scores. This is a losing narrative that they're much better than their record indicates. No, they're not. You are what your record says you are, that is a losing narrative to believe that you're anything else. It doesn't mean you can't transform as a football team and get better, but by definition, losing teams lose games, winning teams win games. This whole narrative that they're much better than their one record, four record indicates, it's just something to make me, and you feel better when we watch the game. It's optimism. And I want you to be optimistic, but I want you to be realistic. Accept what it is and just realize that the defense that you're seeing the Steelers play is something that they can use to get better. But bottom line, winning teams make winning plays. And let me give you just a couple of numbers to suggest They aren't as good as you think they are if you believe that narrative and that you are what your record says you are. They're averaging 19.8 points per game as an offense. That's 22nd in the National Football League. Let me just say this. That ain't good enough. They give up 22, 15th in the National Football League. And, yes, this defense is getting better but they still give up 22 points per game with the turnovers. Imagine if they weren't turning people over, what would they give up? So you're operating with a negative point differential of essentially, I'm just going to round up of minus two points, almost a field goal. They're being outscored by almost a field goal. And I hate to use that team up north as a model, You know what winning football teams do? Average 32 and give up eight, which is a 24-point difference. That team up north is beating teams by 24 points, a point differential of 24. I could give you many numbers, but there's no way to spin this. They're not a good football team right now. And, you know, unfortunately, the turnovers and that great turnover rate is not translating to points. Why? Because they're not a good team right now. You are what your record says you are. Don't fall into this false narrative that they're better than they actually are. They've got a third string quarterback. Devlin Hodges, big up to Duck Dynasty, going on the road to play a Chargers team on the West Coast, where they've struggled over the years. I'm not a believer in historical stats, but they have struggled on the West Coast. That is factual. They are what their record says they are. You don't play these games to get close. You play them to win. Who cares if they are close, if they're still losing? One in four suggests to me you are what your record says you are. No more, no less. Now, with all that being said, they aren't the Dolphins, they aren't the Bungles, but they earn them losses. Like Rodney Lyle says, they earned those losses. They did not make enough plays to win games. Don't believe that false narrative. And if you believe the false narrative that they are better than they actually are, if the coaching staff believe that, then they're not going to get better. You can't coach a 1-4 team like it's a winning team. Because it isn't a winning team. They are what they are. They have earned those one and they've earned those four losses. They've earned that one and four record. And if they weren't turning teams over like they are, it could be even worse. This is a team that has beaten an 0-5 team. That's what it is. Now, I'm not suggesting that they can't improve or that they won't get better, but the biggest issue to me that's holding this football team back is you know, they just got an inexperienced quarterback. They got inexperienced quarterback play. And, you know, with Mason Rudolph not playing and being ruled out officially and not playing on Sunday, I mean, it's just a tough spot to be in. You know, the thing for you guys is can you guys stomach it? I mean, are you built? Are you built for this, Steeler Nation? You know, the good Reverend Dr. Jeff Hartman went on his sermon last week, you know, on our show. Are you built for it? Because this is what it is. They're a one and four football team that is getting better. We see the progress that the defense is making. We see the stabilizing factor on the back end that Minka Fitzgerald has provided, or Fitzpatrick, I don't know why I say Fitzgerald, Fitzpatrick has provided for that secondary. We see the flexibility and the depth of the secondary. Nelson is balling. Hayden is playing a solid football. They're finding good ways to integrate Cam Sutton into that mix. Edmonds is playing solid football. The front seven is getting sacks. They're causing turnovers. That has to be balanced by an improved offense because you have to play well in all three phases to win football games. And right now they aren't time of possession. Numbers are skewed amount of first downs that they get. I mean, converting third downs and getting off the field on third down. They're still very inconsistent when it comes to situational football. Again, I'll use the Patriots for an example. Their defense is allowing offenses to convert only 13% of their third-town chances. That is just absurd. That's absolutely absurd. So they are what they say they are. Or I should say, as Parcells says, you are what your record says you are. There are no style points when it comes to winning. Win and correct. It is better to do that than to lose. Period. Again, you are what your record says you are. So, with, with that, I'm going to jump into some of these questions in here. And if you guys have uh, some questions that you want to get uh, to the pop of the program, it, it jump in. I'm laughing at Bill Davis's comment. Lance loves. WWE Ric Flair embodiment right here, folks. Woo! Woo! I had to give you a couple woos. And, Bill, yes, they are not the Dolphins. Here are some – the Dolphins are statistically so bad, it is incredible. They are averaging six and a half points per game. Let's round it up to seven. And they are giving up 41 a game. That's insane. So, no, they are not the Dolphins. However, at the same time, they are not a good football team. They are what their record says they are. They are a one and four football team. Um, So, Crazy Chris, I'm going to start from the top. Who needs the killer bees when you have the juicy Jays? Can somebody help me? Oh, the juicy Jays! I get it. James Conner, James Washington, Juju and Jalen. Well, unfortunately for the Pittsburgh Steelers, Washington is out and Jalen is out. So there's only two J's. So the juicy Jays have been reduced to just simply two J's. Funky G, big up to you. Keep up the good work, Lance. Thank you. Um, Thank you. I'm just trying to do my best. And Donald Nolan says it best. And I don't want to just throw, you know, douse, throw water on your head and douse all your enthusiasm because, like, what Donald Nolan says is one in four means nothing if they make the playoffs. And it doesn't because if they make the playoffs, you are what your record says you are, a playoff team, period. No more than less. I mean, that's all you want to do is win and correct, and get to the point where you can compete for the chip in the tournament. That's it. Winning correct. You know, going into the bye week, if they were able to go out to L.A. and win that game, that'd be an awesome boost for this team. You could possibly get Mason Rudolph back after the break, and then that could give them the momentum to put some some energy and momentum behind this team, put some wind behind their sails, so to speak, so they could move forward to try to get some more wins. But right now, they are what the record says they are. I want to jump into this comment about Rust Obstein. What's up, Lance? All of your live chats, are we ready to turn this around? Because I think we can. What I will say is, and, and let me go back to some of these quotes. And, and what I think what is meant to be said instead of they're better than their record is, what I think people who, who kind of spin this narrative are trying to say is that there are elements to how they're playing that you can build off of. There are some foundational pieces. And the way the defense is starting to play, it could be a foundation for the rest of this team to help them moving forward to winning. Because when you look at the ability to take away the football with the 12 takeaways and the 20.7% on the bonus drives, I mean, that's impressive. You hope that if you can continue to operate on that clip and turnovers are really shaky. That you can give an offense multiple possessions where playing with the Devlin Hodges or a Mason Rudolph, you give them multiple bites at the apple so they could crack the end zone and score some points. Now, you know, losing by three points per game in the last three losses, that shows that they are playing better football. Being able to sack the quarterback is a good sign. Like these are these are elements that you can build on. Because their opponents are 16 and 3, unfortunately, they're one and four against them. It does say that there are some good pieces in place, and that if they keep chipping at it, they can actually get better. So there's elements for them to get better. First and takeaways, third and sacks fifth and turnover differential. However, they are one and four. So they are what their record says they are because they're not taking advantage of some of those positive stats to hammer teams. I'm going to tell you, if Kansas City was turning over to football like the Steelers, oh, Kansas City would average close to 40 a game. If Kansas City were third and sacks fifth at differential, they'd be pounding teams in the smithereens. That's because they're a good team. These type of stacks are oxygen to a good team. They give a good team the extra possessions where they can be a supernatural team. So we got a live chat question in the live chat here. Let me jump into it here. Uh Grayson Brown, thank you for the 499. Grayson writes, I don't know, seems like a bad luck season. These stats should equal W's. And to his point, teams are combined of three phases. I'm going to just go into rudimentary football talk. Offense, special teams, and defense. The offense, because they have inexperienced quarterbacks at the helm, are not good enough to take advantage of the servings that the defense is serving up to those guys in the form of turnovers. With a more experienced quarterback, with Ben Roethlisberger in that game against San Francisco with five turnovers, they would win that game. But it is what it is. You still have to figure out a way to win the game. You are obligated to try to do that during the game. They could be coached better. You know, some of the scripted stuff that they come out with in games is not good. Look at first drives. Stagnant. So they can be better. But what the Steelers need is for this defense to continue to play like this so hopefully the offense can catch up. But the defense is going to have to play even better. They're going to have to hold teams under 20 points per game. They're going to have to get that 22 points per game down. They're going to have to get that down to like 16, 17. And that might be very hard to do, but they are going to have to ball out of their minds to continue to support this team because, you know, from from what they've given them already, if the offense is only scoring 19 points per game, wow, they might not have to do even more. And that's a tall order. So let me jump into some more of your comments. But big up to you, Grayson Brown. Thank you for the $5 contribution. Glad you guys are listening to the program on a Sunday. Ah, big up the Funky G when I said psych. Yes, I had to go a little old school. I'm probably a little bit older than a lot of you guys in the live chat, but I did have to go old school. Uh, Vinny L. 187. If Ben did not get injured, they win the Seattle game, and I think they'd be four and one or three or two at least. Very well could be. Unfortunately, we do not live in a world of hypotheticals. And football coaches don't either. They have to coach the guys that they have, and they're responsible for getting the team as best prepared to win games. And right now, they're failing in that regard, just like the players are failing in their regard to execute whatever game plan they've been giving. It is not working. They are, or as Parcells would say, you are what your record says you are. Let me jump into a couple more comments. Uh, Big up to Ollie Howard. Thanks for the shout-out. Let me jump into a comment here. Uh, Bill Davis, Hayward is pissed and going to rally the team for the future. Maybe not this year, but the toughening will be good down the road. Let's hope so. I mean, I think one thing that I was concerned about that I read this week with the Steelers was a little bit of dissension on the offense versus the defense. And for a team that's 1-4, and you can't have that happening. Everybody has to be trying to, you know, get water out of this sinking boat. Um, I know Cameron Hayward said he loved the chippiness of the practice. Ramon Foster said some of the stuff was sophomoric. But the defense is feeling itself. And iron sharpens iron. And they need to be banging those guys so that that offense gets better. But they've got to take care of guys as well. Uh, There's no need for trying to hurt guys in practice. Hopefully it didn't get that chippy, but they got to take care of each other. But iron sharpens iron, and this defense needs to beat on that offense so that offense gets better because the offense is not starting fast. And so they just got to improve. Let me jump into a couple other comments. (laughs) <laughs> Donald Nolan, get this man a terrible towel. Remind him how Steeler fans are. Hey, I got a terrible towel. In fact, my mom just went to Pittsburgh, and I got a couple more terrible towels on the way. In fact, uh, I have a leather terrible towel on the way. Boy, I'm going to have to bust that out on the program. But let me jump into, uh, we got another question in the live chat. Big up to Kathy Fareed. Hopefully I pronounced it right. Uh, was Mason being dangled as potentially playing in an effort to make the Chargers prepare for either QB, there's no way he was going to clear. Uh, I think there's some gamesmanship there. and But I, I think, honestly, the Steelers wanted to see where it was. Um, you know, Saying you're a limited participant is it, it, kind of sketchy. You don't know what that actually means. There's been reports that the distribution of the snaps in practice was 50-50, I mean, you don't know what that if, if that's actually true. Um, I, I think they were kicking the tires on Mason Rudolph, that they actually wanted to see where he was, if he were able to recover. Um, I, I think with the bye week on the back half of this game, it gives him a full two weeks to fully recuperate and recover. So I think that's one of the reasons that they're going to take. Uh, but yes, I think to your point, Kathy, I think it was a bit of gamesmanship. I think, you know, because Hodges has very limited tape, I think you force, uh, you know, San Diego to spend extra time on some stuff or maybe something that they normally wouldn't have to. And maybe it, it it disrupts their preparation to some point because they can't key into a particular person that they want a game plan for because there's very little tape on Devlin Hodges. So I think that was a bit of gamesmanship, and, and I'm glad that is something that the Steelers did. Um, let me jump into... A couple more of your questions before uh, we conclude the program. Bill Davis chimed in. The quarterback play is tied to conservative play calling with pretty much a rookie offensive coordinator. Talk about that, Lance, not the players that's coaching. Well, I think it all goes together, um, and I agree, Bill. I think they've got to be coordinated better. I've not been impressed by uh, Randy Feetner and some of the game plans he's come out with. As you guys well know, you guys have been watching football a long time. You know, that first quarter and those first 10 to 15 plays is sort of what you've been working on, what you've been emphasizing in practice, what you see as an element to take advantage of against an opposing defense. And what we've seen with this offense is that they've all come out flat. They've come out really flat. And you could see that whatever they thought was going to work doesn't work. And and that's a benefit of having a veteran Hall of Fame quarterback is – that a Hall of Fame quarterback, even off script, can play good football. He can get you on some good stuff that you see that maybe you may not have coordinated that entire week. So I would agree. I think the conservative play calling is because you're trying to protect young guys. But the bottom line is they need to be able to run the ball to help these guys, and they're not able to run. And that's the thing that's really showing up. Because running backs for the Steelers are averaging about three and a half yards a carry, which is awful. So they're not running the ball as well to help these guys. And I don't think the offense at times is very well coordinated. Let me jump into this question by Haas H. Lance, I have a great question. Would Minka uh, Fitzpatrick have been this good had we drafted him? I doubt it. Our coaching sucks. Uh, Well, he's being coached now. So... It's it's an interesting question. Uh, I don't know. It's hard to say. Uh, I I mean, it's hard to say because I don't know what they're doing. I can just see on film. And he is still being coached for the Steelers now, and he has picked up the scheme, it seems, pretty fast, and he's been an impact on the defense. But it doesn't matter at this point. They got him now. He's playing well. I think we can see schematically What he's added to their defense and they're playing better. I think think that's the approach to look at it. Let me jump into this question by Darren Dalton. All the offense needs to do is get three instead of six in certain situations, not even every situation. Just get six sometimes instead of three and they can win it. That's to, I think, the point that they're not converting and taking the turnovers into six. And I would agree. Uh, you just got to score on the turnovers. I mean, you have to score on the turnovers. One thing I think is not happening with the Steelers right now with the young quarterbacks is they're not getting enough red zone chances. I think they're averaging under, I know it's under four. I'm going to guess it's around three, maybe two and a 2.75. They're not getting enough red zone touches. And, you know, just get touches, get opportunities, because if you think about it, right, if you get five red zone touches and you score three touchdowns and you score two field goals, I mean, do the math. Convert all the extra points, that's 28 points. There you go, but you got to get red zone chances because if you're not getting red zone chances, you've got to hit big plays, and I think we all doubt the ability of this, uh, this offense to generate the number of big plays that it would need to score enough points because they're not getting red zone trips to offset the lack of red zone trips. Um, Exiled. Impasse said, I can stomach it. I've been a Steeler since 83. That's right, baby. I've been a Steeler fan since 1970, baby. When I came into the planet, I've been a Steeler fan since 1970. Northside representative one five two three three one five two one two 15212, Columbus Avenue, Pennsylvania Avenue, Northside boy through and through. So, I feel you, exiled empath. I've been in this thing since 1970, baby. Bleed the black and gold. So, I'm built for it because from a rebuild rises a phoenix. From the ashes rises a phoenix. And so, you know, that's what it has to be. Uh, Tyler McKenzie, hey, Steelers Family Lands, tough spot, heads up. Preach Reverend Dr. Hartman. That's right. Preach Reverend Dr. Hartman. But the one thing I want to jump into before we get into the program is. Uh, I don't know what this one person uh, wrote. Uh, Somebody jumped in the live chat and just spammed out. uh, Thanks big up to Carl Biggert. Lance is a real G. That's right. Real G. But I wanted to jump into the talk about Tomlin possibly being the next head coach of the Washington Redskins. So we talked about it on the standard is the standard. That the compensation, I believe, for John Gruden was two ones and two twos. And I joked, bing bing, but I will say this. I don't think Thomas will move away in season. But if Washington comes to you with two, and offers two ones and two twos, I mean, you gotta take it. I mean, you have to take it. I mean, the only way you don't take that is if your quarterback is absolutely not on board with it but if you have the inkling that i mean that your quarterback can be on board with it, you've got to take the two ones and the two twos and you've got to restock these shelves and you're going to have to restock it on the offensive side of football you've got to get more wide receivers and more dynamic dynamic playmakers in the backfield the terminator james connor is solid and james connor is chomping at the bit this week you can sense that he's a big part of the game plan And he wants to tote that thing and run that rock. But if you can get two ones and two twos, you're out of there. You're out of there, Tomlin. I appreciate the Steelers winning a Super Bowl under you winning division titles, but you're out of there. You are out of there. You got to take that compensation. You got to build this roster for the next generation of the Pittsburgh Steelers, because as a hardcore Steelers fan, I root for the franchise. I don't root for individuals and or players. Two ones, two twos, you're out of there. You got to go. But with that, we're going to conclude the program. I want to thank you guys for your contributions in the live chat. It's been fun. It's been real. Um, enjoy your Friday. But with that, we're going to get out of here. And as always, tune in, tell a friend.